All right, so it's 4.30 p.m. Sunday, March 1st. Um, I guess this counts as a February episode because it would have been February 30th. If February had more days. Nah, but um, posted in uh, at the window in my spot in, in Harlem. I just had a super, super good convo with Andrew Weatherhead, author of $50,000. I think I'm, I'm trying to do like a more formal intro because I think the conversation speaks for itself. But um, no, nah, I was sick. I uh, I knew about this book. I knew about his writing. He's doing really cool stuff with with. Uh, so this is like a long prose poem. It's 110 pages. And the way it's written, it's got like it's like triple spaced with line breaks. So it's like it's really just the immediacy of it, and uh, you could read it in like the duration of a of a coffee you know it's that it's that immediate immediate hitter and i know about andrew's i know about andrew's stuff i met him at a reading um and nicola nicolette Pelex reading a couple like a month ago and um yeah and then i i, I saw him at, as a at the release of this and we were talking about going in and uh yeah it was sick we just we we talked about it and i've read i've read, read the thing probably like four four or five times i mean it take it's like you know it reads you can read it pretty quickly but uh yeah it's kind of about it's a long prose poem so everything stands alone every sentence there's a kind of like a respect for the reader and a, a concision, concision to it that I think is really well done but there is a little bit there is like an arc and it's kind of like a a guy going to his kind of his office job and having like a bunch of uh, insights about stuff throughout and, and a lot of insights about money the epigraph is friends cost money by James Baldwin um, but um yeah a lot of stuff about uh it's, it's it's simultaneously really readable and really kind of philosophical and funny, but in a way that's kind of nuanced. We're talking about kind of writing that elicits just like a kind of giddy body response out of you, and I think this book does that. But um, no, I was psyched. I was psyched to go in about it. I, I we t we kind of talk a little bit about just about language. It gets a little heady at points. So I make some like Wittgenstein references. Um, but uh, I think I explain myself in them, and it goes a lot of places. But anyway, um, just like to share this. Let's go. Yo, yes. Yo, fuck twelve. Yo, man. Hey, what's going on? How's it going? I appreciate you fucking being down to talk about shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you good. Okay. It's All right, I'm on the wireless. So. Okay, yeah, the sound... Hold on, let me turn this up. You there? Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. yeah, the sound... That's one thing about my recording setup. The sound's a little janky, but as long as they can hear what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I listened... To, uh, I was listening to one, as you called, one of your other ones. I wanted to, like, get a sense. Oh, word. Yeah, I hope... How, how it sounds. Uh... But yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, it's it's cool. Like sometimes I think when it's super professional, it it it's like off-putting. Totally, dude. Totally. Um, same time. Sometimes I listen to older ones, and I I realize I was just like too caffeinated. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, dude, you're you're a little too exciting. That's excited. That's a little off-putting too. So the goal yeah. is to calibrate calibrate the stimulants. Um, 
But um, yeah. So uh, fucking. This is an, another thing. This is a, sometimes I I kind of try to do it real casual, where it's kind of just like a friend and we talking about a book. Uh, sure. But this one was like, I don't know, just because of how how concise. I I really just wanted. To, I don't know, like because of how concise this book was, and I don't know how. I felt like I just want to focus on this, so my goal is going to be to try to, like, look at the shit I wrote. It was making me think about a lot of stuff, so I got to try to look at all the stuff I wrote down and and uh, make it coherent. But, um, yeah, sure. But, um, so, yeah, so, yeah, you doing good, though? You got some You got some food in you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got some food. Uh, I made a little salad. It was nice. Some mellow Sunday. Uh-huh. It's like, what is it? Yeah. 3.31 p.m.? Uh, and we, um, I got some food for the week too, uh, so I'm, I'm good. That Sunday like, taco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My son, so I'm like set for the week. I feel good about nice, it. I can nice. like, relax and talk to you and not. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like I need to get out of here or anything. Yeah, good. Um, got yeah. That, those material, material good squared up. Um, so yeah, so I talked to you a bit a couple weeks ago at your at your uh, book release. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe just like so. It's your third book, um, and um, uh, yeah, I guess like fuck. I don't know. I, this is always the most difficult part. That kind of like setup stuff. But um, um, I was bringing up some some Wittgenstein stuff to you, or I just had this sense of like the main thing. Maybe just go dive right in. But the main thing I was yeah, thinking yeah. about was like how there's like simultaneously like uh constant commentary on like the inadequacy of of words and language and the randomness of language but then also like this intense like obviously care for language so this book is what a hundred and ten pages 109 pages like five lines a page um and um yeah i guess that made me think of of that it made me think of like Wittgenstein-y stuff which is lame to start out so pretentious but you were kind of like no I didn't read that (laughs) but but um well yeah I mean I I, like I have uh what is it Philosophical Investigations is that his one of his his like main books that's one of like one of two books he only put out two books oh that's right so I like have it and I'll open it every like year or so and be like okay I'm gonna make some progress on this. Right. Uh, and then I get, I'll read like five pages and then maybe a page the next day and kind of like leave it off. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm not, I'm not interested in it. I just, I tend to like read a lot and varied, so I'll pick stuff up and put it down. And I think part of it is like, uh, uh, like it, when I, each time I pick it up, it feels new and fresh and exciting. Yeah. And so then, if, but if I stick with it, I'll get, like, bored or, like, uh, sidetracked by another thought or idea or author <laughs> or something I mean, else I want to look at. And I think maybe that's kind of how this book, like, and, and that would give me anxiety for a while. It's like, why don't I finish stuff that I start? This like, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> uh, but then I'm like, oh, it, that's how a book, like, $50,000 came to be I think and that I, I kind of like let it I would just skip from this topic to this topic right 
in like the, in a way that felt like na- very natural to me and, and like just following my interests. So, I, yeah, I can't, I can't, in on in truth, say I've like read Wittgenstein, totally, but bro. like I've encountered his ideas enough, and I, like I, I'm just, I, I like know the just the totally. I mean, it's like totally. not even, not even about, and also just to say. Um, that philosophical investigations one was kind of like the word dump at the end of his life when he's about to die. And then oh, okay. the Tractatus one is the one that resembles your book more. It's super slim. It's like, oh, I should check that out. And that's the one where, like, you know, all the famous shit about, like, you know, everything that can be said can be said clearly. And then stuff that can't be said, just remain silent. Don't, don't try to say it because you can't say it, you know? Uh, yeah, like anytime I hear stuff like or see these quotes from him, I like totally agree with it. I'm like, God, that sounds awesome. Well, the I thing is, more. It, you know, you're talking about reading David Markson and uh, Wittgenstein's Mistress and stuff, and yeah, sure. all those ideas are in so much stuff, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. So it's right, not even, right. and that's actually kind of relevant to your shit because you're always, okay, so you're always quoting, quoting people and just letting their words sit. And I, I did some stalking, and you had that uh, one fucking poem, which was pretty amazing. Um, it was when you took all the blurbs. Yeah, yeah. You took all these blurbs and pastiched them in a way where, like, I don't know. It's like it's not about whether you've read, like, Wittgenstein's original ideas. Like, those ideas just kind of float around, you know? Right, because I think he's, it seems like, again, I'm not an expert on this, but, like, it seems like he's had such an influence that I'm, I'm encountering his ideas without even knowing I am. Right. And so anytime I hear you say, like, a quote from it, or I see it, I'm like, oh, I've... Yeah. That makes so much sense, but I've also, like, heard it other way or something. But, like, yeah, I I think he... I have a lot of respect for him. Totally. Well, without trying to... I probably alienated a bunch of people by talking about Wittgenstein (laughs) five minutes in, but um, all I mean by that is, like, I think think that was responding to, like like a lot of like the philosophical like religious impulse at the time to try to like make these statements make these propositions about like maybe like the afterlife or something or things that you can't know like trying to pin down sort of like mystical things yeah and it's like that's just absurd because we just like these we just making these sounds that are agreed upon to work you know like oh sure so he's kind of like responding to that but you had a lot of stuff about like like facts and uh and like you know you say something about the the it almost seemed like you were responding to like that element of we were even talking about uh post i don't know how long you've been working on this book but we were talking about you you know when i said i did a podcast you were last couple weekends ago you were talking about how um like there was kind of that mania of like post 2016 yeah and sort of like you know like whatever like fake news or just like these things about the world that are being said and like, just kind of like the absurdity of that. I don't know. Is that hitting any buttons? Yeah, definitely. I mean, because I uh, I started this book in 2015 at some point, or at least that's like the, the email. I because I, at the time I was like, emailing myself yeah. drafts, and that the first one was 2015 that's, at some point. It's the best thing to emails is the archive element of it. I know that I can be like precise. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so definitely, and then I know. Um, for a lot of people, like when uh, Trump got elected, especially in the writing community, there was just this, uh, it just seemed like, well, what, this was like a turning point or something, or like it couldn't, 
you couldn't just write the same old whimsical stuff you could, right. that you could get away with before. Uh, so, but I had already been working on this. I, I'm trying to remember exactly. I think Todd was either very close to being published or had just published. So Todd is your is your, was your second, second book. The second book. That's yeah. 2016 or something. Then Cats and Dogs, your first was 2014. Yeah, that cool. sounds right. Cool. Um, and so I, I guess there was, uh, and I, I wasn't. Again, I, I feel like I'm, I'm such a hack, like thinker sometimes, because I don't know how much I was thinking about like the whole al- alternative facts or like twisting of the truth. Right. I just thought it was interesting that people were saying stuff like that. Like, right. so I, I don't. I, like, I didn't spend much time thinking about, like, what are the implications of us not being able to agree on reality. I mean... But just any, yeah. anytime I would turn on the news and someone would be like, well, facts don't matter. They're like, right. oh, that's that's just a... That's, like, a cool thing to say. Or not cool, but, like, <laughs> that's a very interesting thing. Like, you know, I just never heard that, like, language before, facts being used as a word in this way before. Right. Right, right. I mean, and... Yeah... Um, yeah, I think, well, yeah, I was just going to say, to respond to that, like, um, regardless of whether, like, you know, fake news had become, like, a cultural term at that point, um, just kind of, like, you know, even just, like, looking at Twitter, <laughs> you know, or, like, the internet experience. Yeah. I don't know, this is, yeah, we get it, millennial, we're alienated, fucking the internet, but, um, but you know what I mean, just like and, and we're kind of like phrases floating around. But um, but the second half of that uh, Wittgenstein thing. Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna end this Wittgenstein thing, and then we'll move on. But sure. was like um, was like um, so like if you can't say anything, you can't make like any statements about things that you don't know outside of your like immediate vicinity. Uh-huh. Um, then it kind of like and words are you know kind of like you talk about you know words making. We- you, 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 like kind of non like words making weird sound like words just like weird noises you make or I make weird sounds. Um, then it here we go. My mouth full of small words, words like yeah, you know, like oh, I just and then I um, it just slam the keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which kind of reminds me of yeah. Anyway, which kind of reminds me of that. uh I feel like there was like this Louis bit that like Dane Cook stole, and it was like all about how you name your kid, like just like seven consonants. Uh, oh yeah, I vaguely remember. It's like, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's actually kind of relevant because a lot of name stuff. But just to finish that thread, sorry, um, is uh, if if you know if you can't make these statements about bigger things, it becomes more about like the word sounds that mean to other people, and also just like kind of your body like at the end of of uh of tractatus like Wittgenstein's like the only philosophy that would matter was kind of like um like um stuff to do with like like natural science like the only facts that matter have to do with like straight empiricism sort of and then you got a lot of stuff about like the baseline units of money and the body like like if it's almost like in the contained space of like sports, like stuff about like winning and losing. I mean, even just the title, like friends cost money. Like, I was curious about what what you what you thought about that with like money or temperature or 
you know, you're always saying sure. the time, the day, the dates, um, yeah. how time moves. Like the word, days get shorter, but the, the the length of the word of the words of the months get longer. And, yeah. Um, yeah, um, that's really interesting. I had, yeah. I guess, I hadn't thought of it in that sense, but that makes a lot of that totally. Yeah. Or like that's a very interesting take on it. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah, and I think because I think that's what. Um, we see sometimes that even with these like hard numbers, yeah, it can be spun using language to mean different things. And I'm not sure how much this is in the book, but this is something I think about all the time. So what, maybe what can be spun in there? Like, well, I guess so. Like the title, fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Like that. Like that could. I, I like. I, I wanted to call it that because it's like an almost an ambiguous amount of money. Like yeah. it, it's a lot if you get it at once <laughs> uh, for like, you know, no reason, but like, that's not a lot if you need that for uh, retirement or um, if it's a salary, like it's, right. it's a pretty good salary, but like you're not, there's people making a lot more than you. There's people making a lot less than you. If your uh, if your liberal arts college is well endowed, you're in the window yeah, yeah, of getting, oh, yeah, exactly. getting solid <laughs> aid. Like that could be a, a degree. <laughs> um, so and the same thing with like numbers. So if you say it's right. like seventy three degree, I mean temperature seventy three degrees. Yeah. Like this sounds like a nice day, but if that's in February, then you're like, well, shit, that's. <laughs> well, I see. You, you know what I mean? Depending so, like, on the context, it can mean different things. Yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, fucking, and it, it almost seemed like, in one point you said something like, um, like, like, there's some bars about, like, you know, you said, like, maybe, maybe, uh, making art, making money is making art, or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that was a bar from, uh, what's his name, Campbell Soup Andy guy? Warhol. Andy Warhol. Yeah. And then, um, there was another thing where you said, you had some bar that was kind of like, um, like I used to think this, but then now that I understand money, I think that um, that's a terrible, terrible. Uh, I should be able to find shit because it's it's only hundred pages, but it it, no, it, all, it, it seemed like it seemed like there was some kind of um, some kind of like acceptance of reality. Money changes people, just like. Art or a significant other? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and maybe this is just like someone, me talking to someone who's like slightly been around sl- slightly more times than me. So I'm going like, um, you know, because you've been going in for like a minute. Um, was there some kind of? And I, I've been thinking about. Uh, Sometimes, like, I have, I have this idea that a story, like a story without some kind of ideas attached to it, um, is kind of like not interesting to me. But yeah. when you say it, what an idea is, it's also not interesting to have someone kind of like philosophize at you. So, like, yeah. I feel like a book or a story should chart some kind of like. I mean, you say this book doesn't have any answers, but some kind of like epiphany or some kind of shift. Um, <laughs> And I don't know. Did you feel like th- there was something that came out of that from just like 
being out here, you know, putting words down, putting books out, grinding for, for the past minute? Um, you mean something like that made it into the book or like as a person? I can't, so I couldn't, I actually, as I was asking, I realized it was mixing. I think I initially meant the latter of like what, what, er, what, what, uh, put, you know, kind of like fueled you to, to focus on this idea of money and stuff. Um, oh, but then also oh, sure. maybe in the book as well. I don't know. Um, well, part of it was like having to get a real job. Right. And like, right. for the first time in my life, having a salary and like, I, I guess a career. How which, long have you been uh, on that? Um, my first like nine to five was in 2014. Okay. Like right when Cats and Dogs came out. Word. I want to say. Yeah. Um, and it was just a whole other world. And I, like, it just seemed. How old were like you the, then? I was, oh boy, uh, 25? Word, word. Um, and before that, I was like walking dogs and, and trying to make money as how I could. Yeah. But nothing nothing steady. Yeah. Um, and then, it, so it just seemed like the, like, both that, like my, I, I was honestly thinking like, this is the end of my writing. Like, I'm, I've never, yeah. or like, this is the end of the world. Like, I have to go sit at a desk and, like, yeah. wear certain clothes. You a suit now. <laughs> right. You fucking suit. But then, but then you get in there and you realize everyone else in there is it's just a person, too. Yeah. And, like, they don't necessarily want to be there, but, like, they're not, there's nothing, they're not bad people. Like, they, uh, so then all of a sudden you're like, oh, we're all kind of in this together of, like, having to work. Yeah. And like it sucks. And then they start, you, they start like revealing these, you slowly like chip away and you like realize the personalities there and they like say funny things. Yeah. And, like, and then it seemed like no other, no one else, I mean now I've, I've, now that I'm finished with the book I see that this is wrong, but it seemed like to me, I didn't know anyone else who was writing about like an office job. Right. And, and I was like, wait, this could be so funny. There's something inherently, so like, yeah, go, sorry. Yeah, that, but that wasn't like The Office or something, where it's right. just like a comedy. Right. Uh, so, and, and that, I guess that's where, and then I was like, okay, so wait, why am I here again? It's like, oh yeah, money. Right. What is that? Why, why do I need that? And like, how did we agree on this thing? <laughs> and so I, I got, I think it's like really interesting. I know like artists aren't supposed to care about money. No, but, but that's, I just think, yeah. The underpinning it, like I'm not, it's not greed, it's like, right. what is this instrument and where did it come from and why do, why does it motivate us like it does? There's like a resignation and a kind of like clear-eyed acceptance of that reality of things, which often gets brushed aside in art in the name of some kind of like, you know, art yeah. till the death, bro, you know? Yeah, well it also like, resignation is, that's a great word for yeah. it, but it's like, it's only like it definitely was a resignation. It's like, oh shit, I have to do this. But then it's like trying to find some. It's a strong resignation. Yeah, or, or to like make it, make it at least own it. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Uh, and not walk around depressed for the rest of my life because I have to eat. Yeah, because I have uh, to eat. Yeah, and that brings it back to the to the body too. I feel like the first time I ran into you was at that Nicola Polek reading, and we, yeah, me yeah. and Jordan, were talking about like bodybuilding, and you often be posting shit about your like workouts. And shit. <laughs> yeah, 
I try to. So like that's 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 interesting. But yeah, I was reading this. Uh, I read this Deb Olin Unfirth story recent last <clears throat> week um, called uh, "Wait Till You See Me Dance" or something like that. But um, it was all about just this woman who's she was an adjunct professor and writing about like office life, like as an adjunct professor. And there was something like so like funny, inherently funny and kind of, uh, of just describing like the absurdity of like the bureaucracy kind of, you know, you know, yeah, like yeah. democratic life. And I, I think I might've read that, but yeah, that's what I, like, I've, uh, I don't remember much, but I, I, I remember that name. Yeah. That story. And, yeah. And, uh, but that, I guess that's one of the ones where I've, I've found looking back, um, now I'm like I've seen there's there are a lot of other people who are writing about the mundanity of an office life without it being just a complete like uh, like satire complete satire complete uh, Ricky Gervais like winking at the camera yeah yeah right right where yeah. it's like yeah yeah I did a I did an old office reference for uh, yeah anyway um but um, I, I, but this shit is different because it's almost like, like, you know, it almost felt like, and we were talking about this too, how everything feels like like a bar, you know, like that one thing in your in your notes. Sorry, this fucking car. Um, in your that that just has stands so strongly on its own, but it also feels like a complete like a satisfying book with like a with like a not like an arc but like it, it moves through time and we were talking about how it can't just be the you know the 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 you know f like philosophical bar alone you you were adding stuff to make it flow and move feel like it's moving through space and that thread yeah. felt like it was the office stuff the descriptions they kind of go into work and and describing coworkers and the time, you know, the time, you know, is that? Yeah, I think, that's right? I think if anything could like be described as the setting of the book, like that would be the setting probably. Right. Um, and then it, it just made it, you know, it gives the other lines a different context. It, like the same thing we're talking about with numbers and like, the, it's all the context you put it in. So if I say, right, you know, so-and-so comes to fix the copier, then that gives you a context for the next line. Even if it's completely unrelated, like, in your head, you're in an office. Yeah. Um, yeah, a thing that made me think about about the office stuff or the money stuff was I was reading, like, um, I think it was on Moomoo House. It was some old tweets. Uh, it was, like, a list of tweets that someone, I think, like, Mallory Witten selected. Yeah. And one of them was, like, I want to celebrate getting paid. Like walking in front of a car. <laughs> I remember saying that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, but it was like I don't know. It's like, um, but that's some real ass shit, dude. And I, I do feel like that's a unique thing that you're doing. Like, I don't know. Yeah, talking about that money in in, in a clear way. You feel like thing. You feel like uh, lock. You've been at. You feel like locked in at your with your with your work and stuff. Like. Do you feel like I don't know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously, I would rather uh, my dream job would be to not have a job. <laughs> yeah, and like just write poetry all day. But then, 
it's such a slippery slope because then like I wrote poetry about having a job uh, or like at some point you can't just be completely alone all 24 hours a day seven days a week yeah like you need some sort of uh, occupy or something outside yourself to give you as you were saying about like the stories need to have something to say right and I guess at this point like that that's just you know I, I don't really have a choice about what else they can say like like because I have to do this thing for 40 hours a week so like it's gonna have to be about that probably yeah exactly uh, well there's definitely that thing of people who are uh, people who are kind of yeah like I sometimes read stuff and or stuff people you know people send me and it's like no matter how good the words are, if there's like nothing kind of like tangible it's drawing from, it's not ever going to be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see it a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like, I, I'm always interested when someone does something. Like, that's why it felt interesting to do an office thing, because I just, at the time, I didn't see anyone else doing that. Yeah. Um, and then it also that it was like stigmatized in my head. And, and Right. For many other poets, it's like, oh, having a job is just the worst. It's like, let me try to make this fun. Totally. And even talking about stuff, I don't know, There's a somehow there's a feeling of like irreverence, even though that seems too strong a word applied to it, but of like, even just how you're talking about like uh, sports or, or things just about like... Athle- you know, like the athle- the body mode, the athletic mode, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I didn't feel like... It was funny, but I didn't feel like um, the way you were... Like, I think the reason why people maybe rightly scoff at kind of ideas about... Um, about kind of like super heady ideas about like, you know, Wittgenstein or like the lang- you know, inadequacy of language and stuff is because it kind of like can seem to like encourage like a type of like solipsism sort of like like isolation and there's a there's a balance there where you you do have bars where you say stuff like you know you know the things that no one knows about you are how you know about yourself and sort of like a keeping quiet thing or a kind of like intense like you know i only have my words or whatever but then you also had that poem that poem where um it was the blurb one actually and it kind of was just like it ended on some shit like remember that like um we make our way by thinking and speaking to each other or i don't know it's like that that was the 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 tension that felt really interesting was like the word you can't say all the things but then like you have these little things you can say to like there was an emphasis on like interaction and yeah yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, I haven't thought about that. That those are, you know, in some way that like that idea of like the thing that the things that no one know about you is how you know yourself. But yet, you aren't a self without other people. You aren't a self without other people. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, I haven't thought about. But that's part of. Um, I guess also what I learned from like reading about economics too is like this whole thing with money and value is a it's a a consensus like you need other people yeah. to agree with you yeah, to you make agree this that has work. value otherwise like you could say you know mate you could draw on a piece of paper and then like this is 
uh, a million Andrew bucks. Yeah. Which, who cares? <laughs> unless, unless you're able to get that consensus behind it. Yeah. So, but it's a, and that's the same with like being a, the same in art. Like art is um, a consensus. Right. And, and so I get, there were these parallels that I, it was interesting to think about. But yeah, that's, and, and like just being a person, that's how it works. Like you have to, have uh, relationships. Um, Things only mean with, yeah, the kind of like participatory like agreement that you yeah, come, exactly. come to on their meaning, which speaks to like fucking. Um, I think you had like a poem called like Dead Ass or something. Like even just little little things oh, here yeah. and there of like referencing things like or I don't know. It starts out like the rapper Fabulous, like fucking <laughs> Rob, Rob uh, the boxer, whatever. Like yeah. Like, I don't know, it's like, even like looking at kind of like cultural references or like slang terms, like those are agreed upon things with like, I don't know, like that seems to be tied yeah. somehow. Yeah, and I guess that that's like the, um, just the, how like, why making art will never get old is because you, you're always, to like make it, you have to like figure yourself out. And that's always changing. You know, like, you can't... That, I, I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm trying <laughs> to say. But, but, like, when people seem to, like, stop making art... You know, you see, like, a lot of people I graduated from, like, my MFA program... Yeah. Um, just kind of didn't go any... I mean, they might be writing privately, but had them right. publishing or whatever. Right. Like, how... But then, like, how are you a person? Or, like, isn't... It's so intertwined with, like, who I am. I And I have a hard time, like, not recognizing that in other people. Like, this is how I better myself. And, yeah. Like, um, in terms of, like, my thinking and my, like, relationships. Like, right. I don't... It's not something that I'm, like, hold away doing. I'm, like, I'm hoping that it uh, makes me, like, a better person to be around. Right. And, and like, a better friend and... It's yeah. brother, you know. That's funny because your shit is called fifty thousand dollars, and it's so emphasis. It, there's a lot of emphasis on the purely transactional or like making use of something element of money. Yeah. But then, and I think yeah, I was even. I think I was reading. I, I kind of went on a bender earlier. I mean, it was nice that you went grocery shopping because I could go on a bender and read a bunch of your uh, like stuff online. Oh, cool. Um, but Thanks. I was reading. Um, uh, I think it was from a couple years ago. It was, uh, it was just an interview on... Um, oh, I'm forgetting the name of it, of, uh, of the site. The Creative Independent. But, yeah, uh, sure. You, you had some bars about, like, your gripe with the MFA, with your MFA experience was, like, um, like the other student. Like, I don't know. It's almost like, like... We're talking about how a lot of things do come back down to a transactional nature of money and stuff, but the writing, you know, isn't that. <laughs> like, or the process of continuing to write isn't that. And when, I think you said, like, it was like you come back from break or something and, like, people oh, were like, God. didn't write anything over break, but, like, like what? This isn't, this is like your life. Like, this is your life. Like, yeah, what, what oh, yeah, yeah. Right, that was so baffling. I, I, uh, <laughs> Like, well, but it's I, looking at art in the money, in the money, you know, like, this is, a, I'm going to do this thing for this, you know what I mean? It's almost like misconstruing yeah. art with the money thing. 
purely. Yeah, know. yeah, right. Well, because, yeah, was, the school was so expensive. And these people couldn't even, like, the, it was like, you're not going to get it. You're not going to make money from right. this degree. Right. This isn't like a professional right. career path. And you still can't, you're paying to be here. Yeah. And you still can't, like, write over a 30-month winter break. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. It's absurd. It's absurd. It's almost like <laughs> you got to write against, you got to write against that constraint. I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah, right, right, because I said, I was so, I remember I was, I was so in it in, at that time that I was like, okay, I've got 30 days. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to write a story in 30 exactly. days. And, and like I was, you know, and I, I remember exactly what I wrote. It was really bad in retrospect, but like I was up at, you know, 7 a.m. at the Starbucks, like yeah. plunked down with my coffee every single day to the point where they're like, what did, you know, like, yeah. Why is he here still? Right. <laughs> like, I got thirty days till I gotta fill my fill my brain like, with other people's it. stuff. Yeah, like I can't because I was like I knew once classes start again, right. I have to go back to poetry. I gotta finish the story right. or else it's not gonna happen. Yeah, and and so I'm coming off of that, and then yeah, I I was very upset, and I um, <laughs> like wrote down what everyone said. Well, this is like why I remember it so well because I got in a lot of trouble. Oh, uh, I wrote down what they said I didn't publish no names I just wrote down the quotes of like I didn't write or like I wish I had written uh, I wanted to write and I published it on HTML Giant oh. which was like a big deal yeah. at the time yeah and then the like the program director found me and was like you have to take that down no way right? um, and people hilarious. oh I like Roxanne Gay was calling me names and like uh other poets. What do you mean? Were, Why? She was like, you violated. Well, I, I mean, oh, like, I don't want to put like words you, in Like, violated, mind. like, some... I violated, the, um, like, trust within the workshop community. Oh. And uh, I'm, like, I, and I'm an asshole for, like, not having any empathy for other students. Damn, bro. That's a legendary, that's a legendary <laughs> drop. And so I just, like, okay, all right. Like... <laughs> Damn, dude, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I and I thought I was like, I was like you were helping them. Uh, like, like, look at themselves. Yeah, I was like, um, like whistleblowing or something. It's like, don't like this is what happens in an MFA program. People don't actually care about writing here. Oh my god! Uh, and then for like the whole internet to backlash on me, except for like. Blake Butler, who was like, "This is awesome." <laughs> he was, uh, he was, he was. Was he running that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was. And I remember, it, like, I was just getting like the comments blew up, and they, like nothing was positive. And he sent me this email that like saved my day at the time. That was like, "This is awesome." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, all right. I'm gonna just log off for a bit." I mean, you know, yeah, if you, if you elicited that response, you know, <laughs> you hit a chord. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's wild. That's wild. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I could, I could go on a, on a ramble about. about yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble now. <laughs> No, no, it's just, uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know, I mean, yeah, there's like, uh, I, I, I like, yeah, I, I think, I think that 
maybe I'm repeating myself, but just, yeah, even how the book ended of, like, like, there's no point in writing these sentences over and over, like, because that's actually kind of how, like, that's kind of how, like, okay, I, I, I'll admit, the last, right before doing this, I just read the last page of of that really short book, that Tractatus book, so it was making me think that's oh, okay. <laughs> this would be okay. the last shit, but it was kind of like at the end of that Wittgenstein book, Tractatus, or whatever it's called, I never, I don't know if that's how you say it, he's kind of like, um, like, if you, if you're gonna understand, to actually understand everything I've been saying, you have to, like, recognize that it's, like, uh, nonsensical, um, and, uh, um, I don't know, like, that made me think about, uh, wait, what was the initial thread? Um, it was well, about, we were talking about, like, uh, how writing is, like, a, just an extension of, like, your personal Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was just, like, okay, because we were talking about the MFA shit of, like, you had yeah. such a sense of, like, the, 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 the privacy of writing and sort of, like, the uselessness of writing. But yeah. then, like... But then I'm just gonna keep writing sentences over and over again because that's what life is, or something like. It was like, uh, I don't know. There was just so much stuff going on about like looking clear-eyed at like, and then even the last kid, the last part of the book, it's like, it's like I wish I had something to say, and then it goes into that that fucking hilarious exchange um, <laughs> yeah. from Tim. Yeah, I was, I was just opening it. I forgot that that was. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, thanks. And you? Good. And you? Good, thanks. Good. <laughs> like, but, I think about that all the time. But, this, this wasn't me, by the way. It, oh. It was like a, a meme on the internet. I, I feel like I sometimes need to clarify no, that. No. It, uh, but I think it's just the most perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I don't know. It was like... Yeah, and then and then where that leads, where that leads is sort of like even with Wittgenstein's last thing of like the nonsensicality of stuff, it it kind of leads to like uh, laughter, like a humor, you know, like yeah, have, yeah. Like, that's one of the antidotes is like having some humor with like this whole thing of trying to say words and say things, but everything kind of getting like once you know you, you don't have any control over what's the impact it's gonna have, you know, but uh, still yeah. trying to be as precise and like I don't know it's like that whole thing was just like you know you know what I'm yeah and you said something about laughter in there but this shit was funny too dude like I, uh, uh, a lot of f funny stuff throughout it you know but yeah I hope so I mean that, my um like my whole thing in, in grad school like I wanted to write like funny like I didn't see why poetry had to be like stodgy or boring right. I was like no it, this is like a vehicle for one liners and like humor um, I think I've tempered that quite a bit like I was just going for laughs early on right or something but now I'm like oh I, I see there's so much more yeah. possibility and language but you can't help yourself because you said that like laughter laughter is lazy it almost seemed like yeah. a note to yourself like just being funny is not enough but uh you know, like someone texted you about the the premature baby. I'm trying to give examples to oh yes, people. yeah. And then you like we're like congrats. Was that right? With three exclamation points. And you added it down to one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like you left your 
you left your card at the KGB bar, and then when you came back, like it had zero dollars oh on God. it. But then you signed the yeah. check, anyway, which is like a that's a money related bar too. But that's just yeah. Like I don't know. So yeah. So you, before you were, you feel like you were just explicitly trying to be funny. Yeah, and then well, I was actually just thinking about this this morning. I don't remember why, but like how um, humor can just go deeper or something. There's like yeah. laughter, and there's like gags, and right. then there's like a, 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 a funny where you're not laughing, but you just kind of like are almost like shaking your head. Yeah, like, or because yeah. <laughs> even that thing of going of trying to. Um, like it's almost like you're writing words to to show that just dwelling in in words or concepts is like inadequate. So you're trying to like elicit like a body experience. And sometimes yeah. I think that when I'm oh, reading something and yeah. my body starts shaking, kind of like with like silent laughter or you know like or you have yeah. your body tingles. That's like it's an interesting thing because you're using like words to like elicit a body experience. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way. I, I think what I, have you read Nicolette's book? Um, I've read a couple of the stories in it. Okay, I, I think I was thinking about that one where. Um, and I saw her read the, earlier. She read the, a few stories from it. The group of um, the group of grad students think that Ezra Pound is a yeah, woman. Yeah, they watch him the tennis like, game. Like you don't, <laughs> like you don't laugh. Yeah. When you hear her read it, or when you're reading it, but it's like I was lying in bed this morning, and be like. Man, that's so funny. Yeah, I like yeah. yeah. I think that's that's like I, I don't know. I thought that story is like one of the best things. The I've way read in a long time. Her, the way her stories move, progress, is so, is so especially that one. It's so unexpected. Like I don't know. That was blowing my mind when I heard her read that one. Where it was like, I didn't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, or when, and then when you read it, you're like, wait, did I read that right? And you, yeah. so you're like complicit, and you're like, oh yeah, woman, yeah, okay, all right, it's right. And then you're like, wait a second, <laughs> like, uh, it's, I just think that's like the highest form of art or something. Totally, really totally. Did. It's not just like uh, it has to do with humor. It has to do with laughter, but it's like in a kind of there's like a randomness to it. Like yeah, and then it's like it like glitches your brain or something. Yeah, it glitches. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of the highest. That is kind of, yeah, because that's the thing. I feel like so many people, like, you go to, or, you know, just completely bypass humor, you know? Like, yeah. in, in writing, and you go to a reading or something, and it's, like, a 15-minute story that's, you know, and it feels and disrespectful. Or something, yeah. It feels disrespectful to the reader's presence you know um, yeah but then you yeah, go the opposite think, well, direction it's just you you know that's not it that, that can i can see how that can yeah oh yeah yeah right like when yeah because poetry can get uh close to like stand-up comedy right at times and then it's like then I, again it's all context it's right. like who's why is this guy just being a clown up here right uh or or woman um, but and then, then you go to comedy and it, you know, it's like maybe you should just do comedy. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. Because I, I did a, there was a comedy thing. I like agreed to read and it was, it ended up being all comics and then I was the poet. Oh. 
And I didn't know this going in. Oh. I just thought, I, I was like, God, it was going to be kind of like more lighthearted poetry. Yeah. But then these were like professional stand-up comics who yeah. write for TV shows and stuff. They do in like... And I got up there and like read my little like thing and I was like, oh, God, this Damn. is not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's But like the, the context matters, I think, a lot, you know? Yeah, and I think your stuff, I don't know, elicits... Maybe more of like a giddy body feeling than you're giving yourself credit for. Um, at least fifty thousand, uh, fifty thousand dollars. Um, but maybe I'm, maybe yeah. I wonder if I'm. I think when I, I think it's almost like when you think of things to present, you kind of. For me, like I kind of like hone in. Yeah, there is a kind of safety to like things that you know are funny, perhaps. You know. Yeah. Like, there's something I'm gonna share. I kind of like find the the most <laughs> the most funny thing. But yeah, you mean you know. for readings? For readings or to post, you know, on the internet. Oh, sure, sure, like that. Um, yeah, I I have a very um, I, I don't know what I think about readings because it's like mostly you know they're at night. People have a drink. Like they want to be entertained. Right. 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 Yeah. And so I, I never know what what people want, or, and I don't know what I want when I go to a reading. Right. Uh, so I always think to like, oh, I should be funny. I think that's. A, I don't I'm, think that's a bad. I don't think that's a lazy feeling, though. I think that is. Right, but I'm not very like theatric. Right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I I haven't done a reading in a while. Um, yeah. And and like I don't. I haven't. I don't have any plans to. Yeah. Uh, I realize it would be smart to do that, <laughs> promote a, promote a book, but um, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like I mean, have you, Nicolette? I, I, that was again the last reading I went to. It's like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So no, I I pulled up to that one and I was all late because I went to the wrong McNally Jackson. But then oh. I saw her read this past week actually on uh, Monday. She was reading, oh yeah yeah. Uh, is that good? And uh, yeah, and um, Brad Phillips and um, dude Gideon, um, and that was such a good reading. But I, 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 but I, I felt like the way, yeah, there is a way. Like uh, her stuff was so funny and engaged, but not in like a in like a subtle way, you know? Yeah, and it's the perfect length for yeah. a reading. Um, yeah, I mean that alone is. I think what makes this project stand out, where it's like, I don't know, it's like, you know, like, the concision, dude, saying a whole thing in, in, uh, such short space. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I the editing was, took the longest of any part of this. So you feel like that's cut your, your grind is just kind of like getting up and, like, I'm doing a thing now where I'm, I'm trying to really shape a thing and just yeah. do the, the most and I, I have this moment I, I've been thinking actually a lot about what you said that, that time we were talking about how things have to be set into context and like I think I heard this dude I actually haven't read his stuff but there's a writer called Jesse Ball yeah, and yeah. He, he was on some shit about how like oh like I don't I don't I don't edit anything like right like, I know he's I've read a few of his books. I know he writes them all in one shot. Right, right. And it's kind of like, crazy. 
like respecting the it sounded like a little bit like a Faulkner mythology flex because <sighs> um, Faulkner says that like I didn't change a, a word of of Sound and the Fury or whatever but um, but I, I don't know like there was an element of like like how do you, how do you feel about that with like respecting the person you were talking about a little bit of this in your creative independent interview of like an old thing uh, that you kind of forgot about oh, yeah. new meaning yeah. after over time and is there any like I guess when I, sorry I'm just going long but I, I was just chopping stuff up and then I was like oh these are all like good edits and then I went through and sometimes it was like um it was like too abrupt like I needed some of like the setting parts you know and yeah. almost like I needed to respect yeah. the person who wrote it initially right but and yeah yeah I, I guess that? sometimes I get uh stuck in my head I don't know who says this but things like every sentence should be great or every line should be great like that's right. not true right that's not no, true you, you need like variety mm-hmm. and that's what I tried for this book the idea was to do every line was going to be like uh just like a good line of poetry right that without any like of the infrastructure lines that right. that like kind of set up or get you to the next line but right. that just didn't work at didn't all work. it was unreadable right it was just it was like uh yeah i just couldn't so then i had to like go back and like add these little moments of of pause yeah not pause but just like connecting lines and, and yeah like, just move you from one to the next or change the setting which um, is <laughs> yeah so 110 pages for you is the long version with setups <laughs> well it was longer than i cut it down right but that's um, incredible that's 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 a feat you know yeah so uh okay but in terms of like you know respecting the first draft of yeah it, yeah yeah so i mean that's always like the most magical and amazing thing when you write something and then you're like, wait, that's it. That's I don't need to touch it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. And I keep, I I'm always looking for that to happen. Right. Uh, I mean, with I guess it might maybe it's easier with poems because it can be a few lines. Right. Long. It doesn't need to be a whole story or a novel like Jesse Ball right. does, which is incredible. Right. Because um, his books are good. I've I've enjoyed them. So it's not like it's just you know meandering word vomit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've just noticed that my, the end products for me are better when I, uh, do a lot of editing. And for like, this one was really just cutting and pasting, like just changing yeah. orders of Changing lines. Orders, and, yeah. and it wasn't, I wasn't editing like, you know, with their, you know, like scratching stuff out and like changing, like making stuff more lyrical. And that. It was really like just the order. Um, and uh, so I'm trying. What else? So well, I think I heard Tao Lin yeah. say once that he knew he was done with something when he could read it for I think either seven or ten days in a row without wanting to change anything. Sick. Yeah, and that I think I use that as a, a kind of a, a general guide. But do you feel like they're like, ever- yeah? Like, it has to be able to, and, and even, maybe not even, like, seven to ten consecutive days, but right. if I can go back to it a few times, even, like, months apart, and be like, see it as, as a different person, right. almost. Right, 
Or like give myself a chance to forget about it and come back totally. and be like, oh, okay, this holds up or this doesn't. There's funny ways that you think about time and you conceptualize time that in what you, in how you said that just now, but also in the book, like, um, where, um, on the one sense, it's like this, on, it's like this steady stream of absurdity. Like you kind of say something like, oh, I'll just let time have its way with me. Like I give up. Yeah. You know? yeah. But then you're also doing these weird things. I said that earlier about how, you know, the, the days get shorter, but the words of the months get longer. Yeah. And then, and then there's also, you're constantly saying the time of the day. You, get, you know, you're like, oh my, the time of the day and my coffee were like the same thing. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> that's an old, that's an old drop. And then you even had one bar, not to get to whatever, but um, about like the, you were commenting on the anniversary of yeah. your dad. And um, your dad passing in, Right? And yes, that yeah. anniversaries are like things that, things like time is a steady onslaught, but there's, I've been thinking about like seasons a lot and I've been like writing kind of like about a year before kind of, like I've been doing these like monthly hitters sort of. Um, <laughs> and then oftentimes like when I get to that point in the following year, I've like, I feel I can start sending it to people. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think about that? Like, obviously, it's, a, it's an onslaught, but there also are these weird ways that we agree on conceptualizing. And maybe not just agree, because that's due to the weather and stuff, you know, but... Yeah, definitely. But, but then it's also, like, uh, you're kind of, like, getting to use time to your advantage. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you, have it work for you instead yeah. of trying to, like, fight it or something. Right, which is a really, like, I don't know, almost like a pragmatic way of looking at things that... Also, also kind of ties to the way we conceptualize like money and numbers and stuff. I don't know. Cause you also, yeah, right. Right. You also I do, see the similarity. Yeah. Sure. Sorry. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, I, I just noticed now that you, 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 you were like doing neuroscience for undergrad. Yeah. That's wild. So I don't know. Somehow that seemed connected to my whole theory of like some way of understand, like there are a lot of things that, don't have a material cause and effect, but there are things that do, and that usually those things are usually with like the body and stuff. I don't know. Do you feel like that? Do you, what was that like? You were initially trying uh, to do neuroscience. Well, I yeah, I thought I wanted to be a doctor. Yeah. When I like graduated high school. Yeah. Um, but it was in college. I just didn't. So I started on this like the pre med, which neuroscience was like one of the, I, and I was just. I don't know how much neuroscience had that. No, I mean, I liked it, but yeah. I think I was also being like, I'm going to do something different from just bio. Like, I'm going to do neuroscience. Right. I'm going to be like weird and different. Uh, but then I ended up discovering poetry, which I'd never really read or written before. Yeah. And, and finding that there were people like, oh, who are alive writing poetry. You know, it wasn't yeah. a dead art yeah and i was like oh this is amazing this is like everything that interests me about the brain is here on the page yeah it, you know you get to see a mind at work uh oh. whereas st studying it we were just looking at like you know what what level of uh neurotransmitter is being reuptaked by the you know the axon or the and I was like, this isn't 
interesting at all. It's almost like the What's fact. Interesting, yeah. It's, it's like, the mind at work, right? right? Contextualized in a in a in a in a setting. Yeah, but so I think part of it though. So then I I don't have like a background in English or philosophy or you know I feel like uh, like I might be I haven't read a lot of stuff that people who took English classes have read. Right. Um, or I just don't know. I don't have that like those um, preconceptions or not those conceptions in my head. Like I don't know the history of literature very well. Possibly an advantage. I, yeah, I, I'm happy with it now. I, it caused a lot of anxiety um, for a while. Yeah. Realizing like that it it's maybe helped in some ways too. I mean, yeah, there's so much just about hearing the sounds that you hear in the world and and translating them out that people yeah. forget about when they get bogged down in, uh, in, in craft. I mean, that's really, yeah, my gripe with the, with, uh, with, uh, the academic setting is this overemphasis on, like, um, on, uh, like, pedagogy or craft or something, and it's like, that's just the vehicle. Like, it's horse before the cart. Like, you don't, yeah, just go right. outside, Definitely. dude, and go, like do some anyway that's kind of a what did you study in undergrad well it's funny this is just what it reminded this is what it reminded me of because I was actually in undergrad I was actually initially pre-med too like I went to organic chemistry oh, cool. I actually just remembered that when you said that I went to organic chemistry the first year and then like the spring of my first year I had like organic chemistry and this like modernism class and it was like every day it was just like a decision whether I wanted to memorize the little things you know yeah, the, I, I the, got my ass handed to me by organic chemistry. Dude, that was I brutal, dude. Like, it was like, yeah, it's very humbling. Um, yeah, but um, it was also just like rote memorization. It was like either that or like read fucking, um, you know, dive in and read a bunch of whatever Kafka or whatever, you know, whatever the shit was on then, you know. And I made that, but I made that. I, that's when I switched. But it, I did feel like a lot of times, like I think of writing like because I also like I don't know I had like health like health shit and I like stuff that emphasizes like I don't know like not to go all the way to think of like writing as some you know like cathartic like therapeutic thing that you're just forcing the reader to to wade through with you but I do think of that some a little bit like it's almost like like the process of writing is some like way to just be okay, you know? Yeah. And you say yeah, that definitely. like like uh, nothing. Uh, there was a couple illusions. I might have just been looking for these, but there's a couple things about like illness. Like you say, like um, there's nothing like a night. Dude, guys, chill out, dude. <laughs> it's, it's you'll like get a spot. That's um, so but um nothing a night of sleep can't solve you know solve or like your roommate which is one thread which is interesting that is a kind of tangible like thread and like i never like i never realized how sick he was or something like that do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i do and uh uh yeah i guess the epiphany for me was just that like i wanted to figure out how to like be able to be healthy and initially it was like writing or 
explicitly medicine, you know? And, yeah. But they were kind of out of the same impulse, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, right. Well, I think what, I mean, okay, this, I should qualify that this is like my own very biased experience, but yeah. uh, I just found that the, at least what I was seeing in, in neuroscience and like pre-med classes, which again are undergraduate degrees, and I was like right. 20, 21 at the time, so right. I was dumb, but like they didn't seem to care about health. So much as like curing right. uh, diseases, or like it, it just didn't seem very like a holistic view of what actually happens in the world. It right. was like, okay, well, if we can get like this dopamine to like slow down for a minute, then we we will get our paper published, right. we'll get more grant money, and uh, and then you know our department will get a better funding next year. Like there, it, yeah. it's inextricably tied to these very bureaucratic concerns, which I, I guess yeah. maybe I was just naive to think that it was like, oh no, we're going to figure out how the brain works. Yeah, like how it, people it can did, be more okay. Yeah, with it really this trap predicament. It, in. Yeah, it, it didn't seem to have a very uh, big perspective. It was so narrow. Totally. That's why I think it's cool, like, bringing that kind of background into rec. I just read this book, um, Satan Tango by Krasnohorka. Have you heard of that dude? No. Was it good? Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was wild. It was one of these ones that someone told me to read a long time ago, and it's like, it's just like, kind of like, it's like 85, but it's kind of like, um, okay. like, uh, like, it's Hungarian. He's Hungarian. So it's like post, um, it's post, uh, it's post fall of post World War Two communism. Okay. So it's like this isolated village, and like, it's actually kind of related to like money stuff because it it's it's all kind of like a, you know, a thing of like the trap of this whole game, this whole existence. Like like it's very like kind of like existentialist sort of, but it's like like it's it's kind of like a trap that we're all in. Like we make money to get stuff, and then uh, we get stuff, and then. You die, you know? But for them, it's, like, explicit because they're on this tiny, isolated village and, like, all the roads yeah. are, like, flooded out. And they, like... And they're waiting for some guy to come and, like, they're going to give all the money they worked to give to him and he's going to, like, make a better life for them. But, uh... Um, but then, like, he... He just, like, takes the money and then he doesn't know what he's doing. Or he might be, like, a part of the government. Like, some weird shit going on of kind of, like... The failure of that type of communism of, like... Well, you're just, they, they, then he puts assigns them all to like clerical posts everywhere, you know, and it's like that's what they're yeah. waiting for. Like, oh great, we just get to work more, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. amazing. Like, what are we doing? And then, but the the person who's writing it, like, whenever there's like a mm -hmm. element of like the writing of the book is embedded in the book, I always get kind of excited. Um, yeah, but he's too. he's the he's the village doctor, and he's yeah. the one who's writing about it and actually the just a little tricky thing where the end of the book you know he gets his booze and he gets his uh, cigarettes and he sits by the window and everything's flooded out like the roads are he can't go anywhere and he starts writing and then the beginning of the book the book loops back around on itself i just did a spoiler but um or maybe uh maybe a anyway but um i just thought it was interesting that the doctor was the writer like i'm gonna try to and he's like, oh, he's got all these like neurotic, this whole neurotic setup of how he's, you know, he's just trying to like stay calm, <laughs> like, <laughs> be, 
be okay through writing. And I don't know. I like that idea. Yeah. That was too long of a rant about a book you haven't read. I'm sorry. No, no, I'll check it out. That sounds interesting. Uh, but it's also, it was, it was kind of a counterpoint to your book because it's, the reason why I tried to read it so many times and didn't was because there's zero line breaks. There's just 12 chapters of unending text. Oh, oh, yeah. So it's like, it's almost like, so then there was a weird mesmerizing element after a while, once you kind of gave yourself over to it. Yeah. But, um, but I've been thinking about that a lot about line, you know, spacing things out versus kind of making the reader work for it or something. Um, and, uh, I don't know. You always, you ever try to write stuff without, uh, the breaks? Um, let's see, I, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm not sh I, um, I, I mean, I just have, like, a minimalist yeah. take on it. Like, I, I just try, like, again, I think I'm, like, that saying of, like, every line should be good. I'm always fighting that impulse. Yeah. But it's still in, like, I always feel like I shouldn't waste anyone's time totally it's such uh, a respectful thing it's like a respectful thing on the writer's part that's what always brings me back to that to the breaks yeah right exactly because I read uh, not too long ago one of Beckett's novels uh, oh god what was it Malloy or Malone yeah one of those I have them all in the same it's like three novels in one book so I don't know which slight alterations of the same name (laughs) yeah yeah uh and that was like that, where it was like one on, like unending thing for yeah. 300 pages. Yeah. And it was, I loved it. And it was like, you almost can't read every word. Like you're not going to remember stuff. And so like you catch what you can almost. Yeah. Um, and, and that's cool. I just, I have a hard time getting there in my head. Totally. To, to do it myself. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. But- the project I'm doing is like the only time I do a really long box text and it's my change but that's what I'm doing now is like when it's something I'm really scared to talk about <laughs> yeah so I just hide it in the text and I, I kind of want the reader to go like oh I don't feel like reading all that keep moving because then they don't have <laughs> to yeah. I'm like y- I don't actually want you to read this but I have to write it down so um but um yeah, the last, the, the other thing that your your line breaks because they're not just line breaks. There's like significant spaces between them, so every page is like pretty much like almost consistently like five bars, like five. Things. Yeah, they're um, like triple spaced, I think. Sick. And um, there was this, there was this. I'm a, this would be my last reference to other things, but there was this book I read of like old Japanese love poems from like the Heian era, which is like okay. 800 to 1100. And the, and the main art that was coming out then was like these courtesans, um, like it was women, it was mainly women poets, and they would write these five line hitters, like these five line love poems, that yeah. were essentially like um, covert. They were like covert, like like basically like there was all kinds of um, there was like marriage and stuff, but there was like all kinds of like fuckery going on, like you know like little side affairs and stuff. Yeah. And the way you proposed to someone was you did like a five line hitter that intrigued them enough to get back to <laughs> That's you. Awesome. And it yeah. reminded me of the end of, and I was reading it out and you know, it was a little bit like, you know, you read something from that old, it's kind of like, you know, 
the wind is blowing my, you know, it's all kind of haikued out a little bit too. Like, yeah, I love that stuff. Right, right. It's called, yeah. um, I have it right here, it's called the Ink Dark Moon. It's, it's, uh, yeah, Ono, Ono no Komachi, and anyway, Izumi Shikibu, but, uh, translated by Jane Hirschfield, who I think does a lot of Japanese translations, but it was like, that's, that's the, that's the, um, that's the Tinder approach, you know? That's the Tinder yeah, opener. Totally. That's the tweet. That's the that's the you know, you ha- you are you're not automatically granted the reader's attention. Right. You know? And uh I don't know, I just thought that was so interesting of like Yeah. It's that it's that meme at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. But that's good. That they, they performed like a, a social role that it, it wasn't just art it was like exactly. to, to try and get something out of someone and really cool. to try to communicate something to someone which is like you know um i don't know it reminded me of how your book was laid out and yeah i i've read i had like on my phone a pdf of um oh god i think it was it wasn't communication like some ki- ch- chicken scratch communication you're trying to do um, yeah and, but then also that like people are gonna be people you know <laughs> and, uh, that, that's it's, it's like fractured as they've you know people nowadays want to make it seem like right. there's some basic stuff that like that just you know I'll, you'll read it and be like that was a thousand years ago and we're like I told I know this person and like, yeah with that guy yeah yo I fuck with you yeah yeah yeah. um yeah man um yeah I guess I had a couple yeah I guess I don't know part of me was going I'm writing all this stuff I want to I want to talk about but part of the what makes the book so good is the restraint and the understated element of it so I'm like maybe I'm just stepping on uh on the nuance of it by (laughs) bringing up all these things but um, there was just, yeah, I guess the last thing was just, like, the names. And, and you had those parts with the names of, like, did, did was that kind of, like, more... And, you know, it's kind of like when you do the joke name at Starbucks, you know, and people calling out your name. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm uh, whatever. There's countless examples. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Otis Overcash. You know, I could just open oh, the book. So <laughs> but um, was there... Was that... Is that something... Was there, like, a... I don't know, like an epiphany or something that that kind of um, led you. It was just a kind of a playful thing well, that it was getting. So it was. They're all. All the names are uh, real names from yeah. this website called NameOfTheYear.com. Get the f- that's right. You said that at the end. Which is this? They would just collect these names from different news stories. It's like. Um, uh, and I found it, and it went back a bunch of years. I think like to the nineties. They 
sort of like feel like a charge when I hear this name. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I get so like happy. Uh, and that, so I'm like, how is that any different from like a good line of poetry? Right. Like, he just, this just like changed my life. This guy's name is <laughs> so amazing. Uh, and so I just, I didn't see why I wouldn't put them in. I was like, I could just, this is, these are little poems to me or something. Yeah. Uh, each one on its own. It's like, uh... Um, and then they take on, like, shapes, like if you, like a, you know, like Carl, Carl Crumpler, I think it's one of them. <laughs> uh, like, that's a name that I can put to evoke, like a, a dejected state of mind. <laughs> necessarily need to ex- explain I'm apprehensive to I don't know I just I'm apprehensive to like do my like theoretical take on why names are interesting because it steps on kind of like the randomness of it but I just think like I don't know like we agree on uh, words meaning a thing pertaining to a thing like um we agree that you know this word applies to that object or something but yeah. but you know like this is uh, i can't i can't help but devolve into sounding like a fucking philosophizing fuck no but no um word. you know like whatever this word means that like cup you know table or something but then like names are absurd because one name applies to a lot of different people you know yeah. there's a lot of Andrews in the yes. world Sean's but then every not only are those things individual things they apply to you totally different but then they're all they're also totally change. they're also always changing so it's yeah. like the epitome of like some agreement that that is kind of absurd you know yeah anyway <laughs> well my friend I was talking to a friend who about these names last night and he was telling me how much he liked the name Joe Loser Junior. Joe what? Junior? Uh, Joe Joe Loser. <laughs> the because junior. like the, the, yeah, the second one. I, I hadn't even thought about it like this in depth, but he was like, uh, like that person's parents made that choice to make him like Loser Junior. Oh my god, dude. Which is just, I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's so. Like, we got one. Some, yeah, let's do it again. There's a whole. A whole, there's a whole story or like not you can't even be like a senior junior like it's like a lower junior <laughs> a lower loser it's like the uh rapper name damn that's why yeah you got, yeah you got that shit of like archiving and compiling different shit which is sick I don't see a lot of people doing that um, yeah um word um yeah, man. Um, well, yeah, I think I've, I went through all my fucking my fucking things. Um, I appreciate you fucking humoring me. So you you felt you going yeah, in on you going in on uh you, you just dropped the shit, but uh yeah you're you're always going in on stuff. Yeah, I'm in a sort of position where like when my 
was well on the way to the second book, Todd. And yeah. When Todd was published, I was well on the way to this book. Yeah. But right now, I don't have the next. I don't know what it'll, what it'll be next. Like, yeah. I tried to write a novel twice. It's yes. just it, like that's all I did last summer and fall. Uh, but it's it's so bad. It's not there. Like I I didn't. I'm like I, I would need to. It, I I think I just need to like abandon it. What um, what was I like doing this to myself, trying yeah. to challenge myself to do this? So I want to do it to you. But um, yeah, sure. What what was that novel about? Okay, so here was the. I, I guess I feel more comfortable explaining it now that I'm pretty sure I'm not. <laughs> Or at least not in this way. The original idea Resignation was, helps. <laughs> helps you out. Uh, right. It was... Um, and if any... Like, if you want to do this or if anyone listening wants to do this idea, <laughs> I'm not guarding it anymore. <laughs> but the idea was to write a novel about a guy who's writing a novel and he can't finish it, so he hires a hitman to kill himself unless he finishes the novel. <laughs> Fucking amazing, dude. I just couldn't... It's a better idea than, like... <laughs> how do you write that? I don't know. Yeah. How does it uh, end? Does he, succeed, does he succeed in killing himself? That's what... I don't know. Like, yeah. I, there's... If the novel ends, is what does that mean? I mean, it's... it like the, Oh, I the novel sure. ends, and that is the novel. If the novel ends, yeah. No matter what happens, but... Uh, like if someone, I would love to read that novel. I just, I, I have like just confused myself thoroughly <laughs> trying to write it. Um, oh, there's just so many like fucking meta layers that you get stuck in. Wait a minute, is this the novel that? Yeah, exactly. Hold and on. then it like it, right, right. And yeah. then you're like, well, is he, he's writing. Is the novel he's what you're reading? Is that the novel he's writing, or right. should there be a novel within the novel? Right. What's that about? Well, I just, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. If I couldn't. Trying to. Sing. I got lost in it. <laughs> you got lost in the layers and the levels. Yeah, That's real. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm always. I don't know. I think sometimes people. Uh, I just kind of. Sometimes people kind of go like writing about writing is, sort of like, pandering to other writers or something. But I'm just such a. That's almost like my in for most books when there's some element of like how the inscription of the thing is being explored yeah. in the thing. That's like definitely just inherently so interesting because everyone who's writing a thing is writing, and everyone who's reading. Right. I don't think writing should be this elevated thing anyway. I think like thinking about how I think like everyone just kind of think of themselves as right. I don't know. I'm making like grandiose statements now, but. I, I, would I feel the same way because uh, like it's 2020 like who are we uh, to you think like in this day that you're going to write I know and I know this is like what every writer does but that, to like write a thing a fictional account that I'm supposed to just suspend my reality right. to believe is this fake world uh, like if you're not writing from the real world I right. almost can't read it right like a, a novel with settings and like third person characters right. that are right. uh, that that doesn't tip its hat as like the, yeah this is a product of a person sitting alone in a room yeah like you, you gotta it's 
not the 1800s anymore. All right, man. I mean, even, I've got too much going on. Yeah, too much going on. I mean, even the, yeah. those old Japanese poems, it's like, these, these are like messages to people. Exactly. To try to get a thing that's tangible. Get that late night, uh, that late night hang under the, behind the, I don't know. Yeah. In the, in the court, fucking... <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I feel that a lot, and I feel it's good, yeah, to hear someone say that. I don't know what happened. I think I submitted someone to someone who's like, I like this, but this is too much about writing. We want to read, like, non-writers. I'm, oh, we want to write stuff for non-writers. I'm like, who's not a writer? Like, do you text yeah. your mom? Do you, do you write a... Exactly. Do you do your right. taxes? Do you write an email? Do you write emails? Like, right. Uh, well, that's what, like, you know, I think when people are saying that uh, social media is, like, killing old forms or whatever, it's like, no, actually, people have never been making more, ever, yeah. than they are now. Like, yeah. And, and even, I, I guess I haven't really, like, revisited this thought in a minute, but, yeah. uh, like, I remember when Twitter was kind of the main thing. It was like, this is amazing. People are writing more than ever, and there's never been more focus on, like, style and right. Right. And uh, now we're all doing, you know. Um, so I always, but then you, so like if you're writing nowadays, you have to like take that into account that people are like reading and writing constantly and we're all kind of enmeshed in this. Right. Especially fabric that's you, already like fictionalized. Right. And, you know, we're already creating these contexts for ourselves. Yeah. I'm kind of just shooting from the no, head right no, now. No, <laughs> it's good, though. It's making me think of a lot of stuff. I mean, one thing is just that, like, I can't see anything wrong with more people trying to articulate themselves and then being able to look at it. Right. That's, that's like, gross. That, I can't see anything wrong with that. Or say things that they think and then have to look at it and, and you know, and have some, and what that does for, like, self-awareness and stuff. I think that's a good thing. And yeah, totally. The second thing it was making me think of was, um, I might have forgot it. These words are so fleeting. Um, these ideas. Fucking, um, you were saying, um, yeah, you're competing, you know, especially if you're selling, if you're presenting your writing as a, as a, you know, to come back to money, like a, a product or something, you know? Yeah. You're competing with, like, what I always say like you're competing with TikTok bro like what are you writing <laughs> not yeah. that everything needs to be like a you know a slapstick hitter but like just having some awareness of that like all the yeah, text exactly. floating around you're, you're, you're completing you're presenting a, a even more you know a deliberate text that's counterpoint to that like you don't need seven pages of like setup. like no one's gonna get through the seven pages before the story starts I don't know just that yeah, immediacy just, idea like, yeah, and it, yeah, again to like to like play make believe in this. Like just just talk to me, you know. Like, yeah, just talk to me. Tell yeah. Yeah. I mean, this book is the epitome of that, dude. I mean, this is like a it's a landmark hitter. I'm gonna mythologize a little bit, but uh, damn, thank you. <laughs> um, it's that yeah, it's that uh, it's that wake up in the morning and and get through the whole thing and. I don't know. It's sick. That's so, so many people have told me they read it in the morning. That's so funny to me. Dude, it's like that. All it's that alternative uh, wake up and it's that alternative Twitter stream. You know? Yeah, um, sure. That that is an object and it's has a has an arc. It isn't just a 
commentary on last night's debate. Um, nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's what's up. Um, well, yeah, if you fin- ever finish that, uh, you got, you know, that, that book before your hitman gets you. Um, it, yeah, that's how deep it got. I was like honestly looking at it, like dark web hitman services, uh, <laughs> to be like, to be like, this is research. I'm like researching right now. Uh, oh my God, is, bro. <laughs> that's next level, dude. Uh, but like they're. I think they're just fake. I don't think that is real. <laughs> I can't wholeheartedly encourage you in case to do that in case you don't finish it. Oh no, you're just uh, dead. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, but then I was like, maybe that's I should just write about this. And so I just kept pulling back. I was like, I should write about myself writing about like <laughs> writing about right. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so I don't even like this is unreadable. I can't. You can't can't say what can't be said. You gotta just focus on what can be said. Right, yeah, it was was the exact opposite of, like, just talking to the reader. It was like, how can I trick the reader into thinking that I'm thinking this, that I'm writing about, it was just writing about writing. It was so far gone. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I often have a thing where, yeah, like, you work on a thing long enough, the, 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 the fact that you, excited about an idea or whatever even if you're you're done with that idea but when you're in an idea like sometimes yeah just the writing about that experience I feel like there's a point when it just you figure out the direct tone you know I don't know right and that's so like it's it's there and maybe I like something clicks yeah. and I can yeah. at least handle the idea in some way even if it's just like a here's what I want to do but then here's what happens right now. Um, anyways, it's weird. But I'm like, for a long time, I was like super secretive about it. Like, I can't tell anyone. Like, <laughs> the, the idea is too good; they're gonna steal it. Uh, but now I'm like, man, I would, I please someone else take this idea from me. <laughs> yeah, sharing is good. Talking about, like you said, fucking, yeah, it def- it definitely and speaking is. to each other. That's a, that's how you how you do stuff. And yes. Yeah, that's, that's real. Right. That's really real on on a bodily health level. All right, we, all the callbacks. I'm making all the callbacks. This is a coherent <laughs> podcast. I'm a fucking coherent podcaster. Um, where, dude? Well, I'm super psyched to to commemorate the timestamp this reading experience. Um, because uh, yeah, and um, cool. Fuck yeah, man. Well, um, yeah, I'll hit you up about any events or whatever. I think I might be losing my. Uh, KGB V card in a couple in the, in April. Oh yeah. Um, or whatever, and yeah, be in touch about stuff. Well, don't forget your credit card there. Don't forget your credit card there.